and welcome to episode number 10 of Between Sermons, where we're continuing the conversation uh, from Sunday's kind of monologue, our sermon from Sunday. Uh, this just gives us a chance to actually have a conversation about what we were talking about. And uh, today, uh, I get to hang out with my good friend, uh, Pastor Harry Valentine. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the show. This is actually your second episode, I think, with us. Take two. Um, Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to even better the second time I around, know, right? right? <laughs> uh, and so... Uh, today, today's one of those days where, um, if you didn't watch the message on Sunday, I, I highly recommend you do, um, but you're not going to like it. <laughs> like, like it's not one of those sermons where you're going to be like, yay, I'm so glad I listened to this. Uh, because it honestly, it's one of those where, uh, you know, I, I told our people on Sunday, like, like sometimes I'm just talking to myself when I'm on stage mm-hmm. and Sunday was absolutely one of those where, uh, God had been dealing with me about something over the last month or so, uh, and then we just turned that into a sermon for everybody else's uh, enjoyment. Right. Uh, but what we really want to talk about today is what does faith in your free time look like? Uh, and before we really jump into, yeah, I want to get some practical from from Harry because uh, honestly, I wanted Harry on this one because uh, man, of all the people in my life, I. I know you don't like this word. You can, you can correct the, <laughs> right. the word, but like you are the busiest person <laughs> I For know. Sure. Like uh, you've just got this entrepreneur spirit. Mm-hmm. So like you can't go five minutes without trying to make some money. Right. Um, <laughs> that, right. I don't know For if sure. there's a better way to describe that, but no. it's like there's just I don't even think it's about money for you. It's just mm-hmm. this this desire to create and mm-hmm. to start something and. Like there's a real passion for that. I love what you've been able to do with that passion. Also helping others that have that passion. Yeah. Uh, but like when I look at your life, I, I have to imagine that there's not a whole lot of time that we would label as free, right? Like the free time in in Harry's life is probably pretty low. You also have three kids. Uh, one's in college. Yes. Uh, two are in high school. Yep. Uh, both are very active in sports and other things. Uh, you're u- leading the youth ministry, so you've got like, yeah. All kinds of stuff. Your, your life is chaotic. For, for I'm sure. sure. For sure. Um, so when when we talk about uh, this idea of free time, I, I, what I really pressed in on Sunday is the mistake we make is labeling it as my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we look at time as something that we possess, and it's up to us to decide who gets what portion of my time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to give this amount of time to my boss. I'm going to give this amount of time to sleep. I'm going to give this amount of my time to the family and to the chores. And and we may, you know, depending on your personality, some people at literally probably on Sunday night sit down and go, okay, this week, okay, where's my time going? Other yeah. people, it just kind of it naturally happens. But, For sure. But when we approach life and time as something that we possess and it's a currency that now we get to use almost like our money it's like here's my money where am i choosing to spend it mm-hmm. well here's my time where am i choosing to spend it and and we combat that on the financial side by saying no 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 you're a steward of what god has blessed you with it's god's you know the, the sure. scripture says everything in the earth is the lord's um and so how do we take that principle with money but we don't also apply it with time mm-hmm. where, you know, if he's the creator of everything and if my life belongs to him, then that includes time. Yeah. Uh, so so when we recognize that I'm just a steward of what God has blessed me with, um, I need him to be involved in every minute of every day and every decision. And, OK, God, where do you want me mm-hmm. to spend this time? 
not where do I want to spend this time? And, and it's just a, it's a mentality shift. Uh, we sure. talked about that a lot on Sunday. Uh, you can check out the the message in the show notes. Uh, highly recommend it. You're not going to like it though. I'm going to step all over your toes because <laughs> I, I stepped all over my own. I offended myself multiple times. Um, okay. So we laid all of that groundwork out of the way. I've been talking way too much. I want to hear from you. What does this whole concept look like in your life? Wow. So uh, I want to first off starting to say that I have not mastered or conquered <laughs> anything as it relates to um, stewarding time. I don't think any of us have mastered it. Right. Right. Like uh, I think we're all on this journey. Yeah. Uh, together. So uh, along my journey, uh, what I found is, yes, you're so right. Like entrepreneurship business has been um, a part of my life since I was a little guy you know, with my father owning his business and just that passion to be my own boss and to help others. Did you ever start a lemonade stand? I did not. Really? I actually, that the actually crazy thing about me. it, it's going to sound super weird, but I sold pagers, beepers <laughs> in grammar school. Yeah. <laughs> random. How, Every, yeah. Okay. We, yeah. I, we have important things to talk about, For but sure. you have to explain that to me a little bit. Okay. How, how does somebody in, in grammar school get yes. access to pagers to sell are you selling to your classmates no so <laughs> in grammar school right i had a friend that was in high school and he had pagers and so i would purchase for him and then i would resell them in school six and seven in eighth grade six and seven grade more so okay. yeah yeah, so it was one of the things. They were not on. I didn't get them turned on for you, uh-huh. but the fact that you had one and had different cases, I would take it to the pager spot and just change the case, and I was selling those things for like 25 bucks a pop. Man. Yeah. The, the market in <laughs> elementary school yes. for, for pagers. Random. Harry, I love you, man. That, you also sold jeans for a while. Didn't you have a denim store? Yes, I had a denim shack. Yeah. Yes, the denim shack. We sold uh, high-end jeans, denims, Japanese denim all of your upscale denim. Uh, and that went well for like two years. Okay. Uh, it was great. And then you moved on to, what was the cleaning business was after Cleaning that? was actually happening all in all, the midst all of, the same time? yep, all at the same time. Now you're in real estate? Yes, real estate is, is the passion, it's the focus right okay. now. So we're managing properties, real estate throughout the city of Chicago and uh, owning and finding other opportunities to invest and helping other people do the same thing. So That's yeah, awesome. All right, sorry, I totally derailed us. Okay, so your dad, entrepreneur yeah so that's something yes from a little guy man it's something that i've always enjoyed doing um actually creating something seeing something come to life right that's something that i've always enjoyed so um now at this age uh with wife and kids time for me is so important it's vital to the point where i have to make time to be a husband i have to make time to be a father i have to make time to be a boss and i also have to be a time to be an employee also a pastor and also a friend and also you know a son so uh, it starts in the calendar uh, and oftentimes trying to take time to plan your time Mm -hmm. is also something that i've had to try to become more intentional about yeah Uh, in that regard uh, one scripture that has always helped me since day one was Proverbs 16, commit your works unto the Lord and your thoughts shall be established. Uh, that's my heart verse, my life verse. It, it definitely helps me when it comes to that, that uh, this thought or this idea of time yeah. because it's me committing. Um, that word in Hebrew is defined as rolling, is rolling 
um, my, my time or that commitment to the Lord, to give it to him, give it back to him uh, before I start anything, before I plan, uh, before I think about the next steps. I want to commit that to him so that then he can establish mm -hmm. the thoughts, the path, the direction, what's next, how can I steward this right. uh, space in my life for my wife? How can I yeah. be more intentional in that space? So um, I think starting with that verse over these last 15 yeah. years has definitely been uh, that access to um, seeing some success in the area of time and stewarding yeah. time. So, so really what you're saying is it starts with recognizing God. For sure. Like step one is, is to connect with God and and almost even having that that conversation with with God with the Holy Spirit, sitting there going, okay, how how are you wanting me to to divide out this time? Mm -hmm. So we talked a little bit on Sunday about like um, conviction, um, and and honestly, like for me, there have been moments in my life where I just felt this conviction that I've I spent too much of that time on mm -hmm. the wrong thing. Uh, you know, one of my favorite verses, Ephesians five fifteen and sixteen. Uh, translation I memorize is uh, be very careful then how do you live making the most of uh, every opportunity because the days are evil. I've, mm -hmm. I've skipped part of it, but anyways, making the most of the opportunity. Yeah. The the translation I read on Sunday uh, is is kind of a newer translation that I found that says make the best use of the time. Yeah. And so like this idea of best use, uh, I, I want to spend some time talking about that. What mm -hmm. is the best use of our time? Because I, I think that there's a lot of things that we spend our time on. Uh, that isn't necessarily the best. Yeah. Uh, and so for my own personal life, there's been these moments where there's just this Holy Spirit conviction where it's like, was that the best use of your time? Mm -hmm. Like you just, you just spent the last six hours doing something. Was that, was that the best use of that time? Yeah. Uh, has that ever happened to you? Like, would you, would you be vulnerable enough to even get specific? Like there's, there's a moment where the Holy Spirit was like, Harry, what are you doing? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I would say, um, because I have such a passion for uh, business, mm -hmm. uh, there's times where I could be more engaged and intentional in the space of business and then lose some of that intentionality at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, so making best use of my time where I know that I could wind down. I don't necessarily need to check this email again yeah. or respond to this email right now. Mm -hmm. But because that's just something that gets me going and it's something I enjoy doing or sitting down mm -hmm. and going through this Excel sheet and really navigating numbers and looking at properties. Yeah. I could use that best use of time in that moment is to be intentional with my my daughter, yeah. to be intentional with my wife. So really just um, using that conviction not to carry the, the shame or the guilt of right. not doing, but to actually turn you back to yeah. the thing that's most important. Yeah. Um, so really just using that, that term of best use to say, okay, in this time, in this place right yeah. now, what's the best use of this time for yeah, me? Yeah. And that conviction has started uh, in a place of um, – the business versus yeah. family moment. So, I get that same conviction, but not from the Holy Spirit. I get it from uh, my wife. Because <laughs> uh, usually, what happens for me with with that kind of illustration is, uh, like, I'll be I'll be focused on church stuff, uh -huh. uh, but it's dinner, uh, and yeah. so like I'm I'm sitting at the table and there's just a lull in the conversation or something, and just out of habit, I'll just reach in my pocket, pull out my phone. It's like I oh I just got this email. Let me respond to it real quick. Yes. And so I was like, do you really have to do that right now? Yes. Like at the dinner table? Like you mm -hmm. could be asking your son about his day at school. And I'm yes. like, yeah, but if I'm like, hey, how was your day at school? He's just going to say, fine. Uh, <laughs> like, let me shoot this email out real yeah. quick. Uh, but man, my wife can be the voice of the Holy Spirit, I think. <laughs> yeah. And I think if we could be honest, um, that 
we, we pick up these these habits along the way. Yeah. Uh, one for me is because I have multiple emails uh, via ministry, uh, personal, uh-huh. uh, with your finance at home, uh, but in business. Anytime I pick up my phone, I don't care what I'm doing, my finger automatically just goes to my email. Yeah. And I check all six. Yep. I don't matter. It doesn't yep. matter what's happening, what's going on. I could be yep. in the middle of a conversation. I yep. could be at the dinner table. I could be having It's a, like muscle memory, right? It like is it's just, muscle. It's a real thing. Yep. And so identifying those things that you do habitually um, that perhaps could cause you to shift into another space, yep. right, um, is something that you can identify with. And yep. for me, it's that. And yep. I notice. And so now that I'm more aware of it my wife to your point she'll say check your emails again and it's not until you're aware of it where you can start to make the change like okay i don't make it to the sixth email now now just make it to two because i catch myself before continuing but i think that's so important of just being aware of those habits that you've picked up because of so, so really super random practical uh, advice and, and take this or leave this or, or if you're listening, like maybe this will work for you. So I had this muscle memory habit um, of when I would open up my phone, I would click on the Reddit app because mm. um, I'm, I'm on Reddit way too much. That's like one of those time wasters for me. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just because in one place, man, you can get ministry, you can get news, you can get yeah. life, like all this stuff. Like and you're just scrolling through and like now it's a, you know, a world event is happening and here's somebody's debate on a scripture. Yeah. And here's the latest video game that's coming out. Right. Like all in one place. <laughs> like I love Reddit. Reddit's the best. Yeah. Now Reddit is also horrible um, at times, but how you use it and whatever. Yeah. But I had this muscle memory. I realized that I would open up my phone and I would click on the Reddit app. It was in the lower right-hand corner. And mm-hmm. it was just, I'd swipe up and I'd click. Uh, and so I actually swapped my Bible app, the, my <laughs> YouVersion Bible app, with uh, with the Reddit app. Uh, and so like that muscle memory, I can't tell you how many times, like the muscle memory, I would just click on it and then I'd be like, why is the Bible app open? <laughs> like, and then it's like, oh, the verse of the day. Like, yeah, let me, yeah, like, let me read that. So sure. like it, it, honestly, like you can trick your brain. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you, if you start to notice, like you've got this tendency to always check the same thing, yeah. like flip it with something beneficial. Yeah, the best use of time. like muscle memory like you being able to um establish the new routine yeah right taking that that step to say hey i need a new routine so right now i'm in a season of um no sugar right and that has been hard but i know i I need it so i had to change some things around and and that's to your point you have to make those adjustments right you have to start to um, retrain yourself mentally Um, physically, emotionally, whatever it is as it relates to your time to to get the best use of your time. Because uh, as creatures of habit, we want to just do the things that we're most comfortable with doing over a consistent time. Um, So time is going to be more used, better utilized when you could start to rearrange some of those areas uh, that has really you've lost some of that time from yeah and and we talked about this on sunday but like the the phrasing there the best use of the time implies that there's a time that isn't best like there's there's a way to use that time that isn't best and maybe even go so far as to say there's there's some ways to use that time that's bad Mm -hmm. or wrong you know um and so one of the things that that um i guess i i was really struggling with or really convicted with is what are the things in my life that let's let's not even go so far as is this the best use of my time but are there some things that i'm i'm devoting time to 
that it's not even just that they're not best. Like they're actually the worst use mm-hmm. of that time. Uh, and, and, and there's identifying some things in my personal life that I'm like, you know what? I, I don't even think that I would label that as sin Mm-hmm. or a sinful thing now i mean we can draw that distinction right sure. like if, if it's sinful you should not be doing it For right sure. uh but then there's kind of those gray areas or, or those things it's like it's not sinful but it's not beneficial mm-hmm. um and and my time has become so devoted to that thing um that it, it really is a bad use of my time have you ever come across like what's a good way for people to be able to identify those own those things in their life where you know nobody's going to argue with them whether it's sin or not but it's just it's something in your life that it's it's not right mm-hmm. um, or it's not good. It's not bringing you to God. It's not developing relationships. It's not refreshing you. It's just it's a it's a time waste. Yeah. Um, I would say. Uh, speaking to me personally, if anybody that knows me like sports, NBA, most yeah. importantly, is, is something that I enjoy doing. And I've created yeah. uh something like a life group for men mm-hmm. as it relates to fantasy basketball. So okay. we every season it's this big draft we come together we have a live draft for fantasy and for the next three months i mean we are engrossed locked in text messages calls it's like Stephen a 3.0 i mean to it it tops right however there's times where in that season because you're all in you're looking at stats you're looking at trades you're doing all these different things where I've lost some of that time, yep. right? But the best use of my time was not well spent yep. because of how engaged I was in, in that fantasy time. So my wife has helped me identify some of those areas. So what I had to do was to make sure that it's okay to do it. It's like to your point, it's not that it's sinful. It's right. not that it's anything that's going to push me over into anything that's not, not pleasing to God. Right. However, the way that I steward my time could very well do that. Yeah. And then I start losing yeah. areas and other uh, losing yeah. time in other areas and now I'm playing catch up and I'm losing yep. sleep. So I think the most important thing is just be be honest with yourself, yeah. right? Like oh, make yourself aware of that very thing. And you work towards making a difference, changing those things that you need to change. Because we lose a lot of time throughout the day. We really do. You know, and so if you could just start with that honest part, identifying that space where you could make some shift, make some changes and um, implement it, implement it and accountability. Bring somebody alongside of you that can help you. Man, stay with that time. We, we we could sit and talk about that accountability piece for for a while. Yeah, because uh, I, I man, anytime you just make a decision on your own, uh, it's so easy for to sure. just just say, oh well, you know, I'm not doing that anymore. No, <laughs> just you can kind of just easily drift yes. away from it. You can even totally forget that you even made that commitment. Mm-hmm. But when you've got an accountability part, when there's somebody else on this journey with you that's calling you up and saying, hey, how are you doing in that thing? It's like even if you did totally forget about it in that moment, you're like crap um yeah Yeah. man and then it's a question of are you gonna be honest (laughs) right and say you know what honestly i just i haven't i haven't even addressed that yet or dealt with that or are you gonna lie in that moment be like oh yeah things are great i'm doing good Mm -hmm. um okay but uh so you talked about fantasy basketball can't relate to that at all Uh, we were actually talking earlier like i have not been paying attention to basketball (laughs) at all uh Uh, celtics uh apparently not doing so great um i was never a boston fan anyway so i don't really care (laughs) who cares um but for me, it was fantasy football. Mm. So I love football. 
and and it's it's you you know you talked about you've got this group of guys and it's yeah. this connection piece like that's that's what we describe it that's that could be a good thing yeah right like it, sure. it can bring relationship together it gives you an outlet it gives you a chance to refresh and all all that it's great connection can happen through that uh, that's how fantasy football started for me. Like the first time I had never gotten involved in fantasy football until it was actually the staff at CLC was like, hey, let's do fantasy football together. I'm like, I love football. I love fantasy. Like, what what, what could go wrong? Um, And like that first season, I think I came in like second place uh, without knowing anything that I was doing just just because I I knew football. But it it, all of a sudden it was like, okay, if I take this seriously, (laughs) I won't be in second place. I'll be in first place. That's right. And I like to win. And I'm competitive. (laughs) Yes. So then it like from that first uh, kind of toe dip into fantasy, then all of a sudden, I think the following year, I think I was in like three different leagues. Yeah. Um, and I had spent all this time like researching, mm-hmm. like, like set all these alarms for like draft day and like what we we're going to do. And like, it was just, it clearly, no argument about it, it clearly became an obsession. For sure. And when, when I'm obsessed with anything that isn't God mm. or God honoring, like I got to, I got to cut it cut it loose so yeah. I, don't, I don't i haven't done fantasy football in the last like five years or something like yeah that. yeah you you hit it right on the head especially someone who is a, a competitor like yeah. I, I like well, to win yeah. you know that i mean we've had our share of uh competition <laughs> over the years but because i know that's a part of me mm-hmm. you know um stewarding that season for me because to your point it started off as men gathering in community um getting involved in something that we love to do. And we're talking married men, single men, we're talking men of all walks of life. So we have the opportunity to connect and really do life together. It it can make a fantastic life group, right? Absolutely. Come on now. The elements, the the components of why we were doing it was, it's rich. However, Mm -hmm. alongside of being a father, alongside of being a husband, alongside of um, having successful businesses, too much of anything, could bleed over into those other spaces where then now my children aren't feeling like, hey, what about the time we we share with each other? Now I'm just a pick up and drop off, you know? And so I think uh, what's important for us to do, um, and we all probably can say that we could identify as an area in our lives that we could adjust and make some changes to, but we have to just First, be aware, identify that space and yep. be real with yourself yep. and and see how ways that you can make that adjustment. So what I did uh, during the season where and there was some muscle memory that I was falling into, but I'll set my roster mm-hmm. right at night, night before. Mm-hmm. And then I don't open it up until it after be. five. Yeah. Right. Well, that was a change. Yeah. I didn't go cold turkey and say, forget the league. I'm, I have to get away from this thing. Yeah. I just start putting in certain yeah. boundaries, guards, yeah. to help me steward my time Make sure well. that the most important thing is still the most important exactly. thing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Now, it's something we didn't really talk about on Sunday, um, just because of the sake of time, is this idea that, um, you know, the – the free time activities, the stuff that you use to recharge and disconnect mm-hmm. and all that, great stuff, mm-hmm. can can be great stuff. Uh, part of the danger, is though, is when we start turning to those things for what the Holy Spirit is supposed to be providing us. Okay. Like when, when we go to the stuff instead of going to God, um, we, we just kind of flip the, the, the balance. We, we flip, you know, we say, you know, who the master is, like – 
Jesus is supposed to be Lord of your life. That means he's, he's the master, but the Holy Spirit's also supposed to be the comforter, uh, mm-hmm. and the, the, the guide, the, the one that's speaking wisdom in your life. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's directing your path. Um, and like when you have a really hard, the best example I can think of is, uh, there's a pastor who, uh, had to step down from his church, um, for drinking. Um, now this church, uh, you know, and for CLC, aid, alcoholic drink is not a sin, mm-hmm. uh, based on scripture, based on all that. Personally, I don't drink, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't touch anything with alcohol in it. Um, uh, but that's more personal conviction than anything else. My grandfather was an alcoholic and it's just, it's mm-hmm. a path that I don't need to, to flirt with. Yeah. Uh, but if you're a Christian and you have a glass of wine at dinner, like I ain't, I ain't mad at you. Right. Um, however, and, and he was, he was in the same boat. Uh, and according to him, never got drunk, never drank to excess, which is where the line for sin would mm-hmm. be. Uh, but he realized uh, that if he had a hard day at work or if he had, you know, an issue with somebody in the church or there was a problem, he he started to recognize that his go to was mm-hmm. to come home, pour himself a, a glass of scotch or something um, and just sit in his comfortable chair and drink that drink. And it was like he, if he was having a rough day, that was the thing he was looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know when it flipped. I don't know when it, it took over. But now, instead of going into a time of prayer or worship or asking the Holy Spirit for help in this difficult situation, the solution to the difficult situation was to go have a drink. Yeah. Um, and when we get into that area, we can take. Uh, good things or bad things, and we can use them as a replacement for what the Holy Spirit is supposed to bring in our lives. Absolutely. Wow. That is so good. Um, Because I heard someone say that, you know, we're all one decision away, right? We're all one decision away of life changing, right? Uh, Something that intended to be good could lead us um, to a place where we're sitting back and trying to, how did I get here? Yeah. That, that question that you're eternalizing and trying to figure out, how did I make it here? Yeah. And it didn't start mm-hmm. with that decision. It started when you start looking forward yep. to that drink, yep. when you should have been looking forward to that Holy Spirit, yep. that moment, that time of worship, that time of prayer. Yeah. Um, and so you have to stay, a- this word again, stay aware because yeah. um, life Life's yeah, life be life in, you know, and so with life life in, you you just have to be aware of the areas in which you you find yourself or more prone to fall into. So, uh, as an entrepreneur, I know that um, being a good steward in, in finances is, is huge, yeah. huge for me, yeah. and and um, because growing up and some of the things that I was into as a little guy, teenager uh, years. Um, everything that I did was sort of kind of influenced by the chase and pursuing of, of money. Yeah. You know, I was, I was involved in gang activity. I was involved in selling drugs because it was the pursuit of obtaining yep. money, the stuff. right? The yeah. stuff that came along with it. And so I was aware of that Holy spirit coming back to Christ, that that's something that I have to keep mm-hmm. in the forefront of me. Yep. So I don't tithe only because of the, the blessing. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the what God said. But the blessing is that that helps me stay in line. Of yep. I don't have to put that looking forward to. Yep. I don't want to put myself in a position where yep. I'm falling back into. Yeah. We're talking 
20 years, yeah. but anything is possible. You're one decision away. One decision, and, right? and that, that whole concept of one decision away is a positive or negative. For sure. Like that one decision could propel you into the things of God, or that one decision could drive you into an early grave. Absolutely. Like, and, and man, those, those decisions, making those decisions with the Holy Spirit's guidance, man, and recognizing that, man, it, I'm, I'm one bad decision away mm-hmm. from just wrecking my life. How do I how do I stay away from that? How do I how do yeah. I say, you know what, I'm I'm not gonna mess with that thing, I'm not gonna flirt with that thing. Yes. It's just man. And I think that scripture for me is this is the reason why that scripture has helped me up until this point and I could see it until I'm in eternity, right? Mm-hmm. Uh because another translation said, Commit your works unto the Lord and your thoughts shall be established, but then there's another one that says, And your plans shall be achieved. Okay. You know, so uh, one who is on a path to achieve uh, success in in all areas, yeah. you know, and that's relative to the person, what success is. However, I just I know for me, I first have to start with that commitment. I have to roll over all of my thoughts, all of my passions, my desires to God, because yeah. if I leave it up to me, I about guarantee <laughs> I'm not going to steward yeah. that well. I'm going to find a way to mess it up. Oh, for sure. It doesn't take much for that. So being able to to first give that to God, that first give it to God, and then, therefore, my thoughts, every plan, every direction, I could then be led by the Holy Spirit. But that commitment starts with you, yeah. first giving it over, yeah. saying that, okay, God, this is yours already. You've already set and predestined yep. this time for me to succeed and be uh, successful in this space, Lord, Give me direction. Yeah. He taps the Holy Spirit in. Holy Spirit begins to do that. But that just comes with that intentionality of best use with God as the priority. Yep. That's the the start to accomplish a successful time. So I think that, that that leads us into the the challenge that we gave uh, on Sunday was if we look at tithing in a financial standpoint as training wheels, it's mm-hmm. we, we trust God with 10% because he's really asking us to trust him with everything. For sure. Um, and so we challenged our people to a tithe challenge, but shifted it from financial to uh, time, mm-hmm. right? So what if we tithed our time back to God? We know we're supposed to give him 100%. We're struggling to give him anything. Yeah. Um, we, we saw one study where the average American spends 18 minutes uh, on yeah. religion and volunteering a day. 18 minutes. And so, uh, okay, we know we're supposed to do everything. Right now yes. we're at, you know, 10, not even 10%. We're at like, I don't know, what, what is eight, 18 minutes of the day? Is that yeah. like 0.0025%? Yep. Uh, so what if we tithed our time as our training wheels, as we prepare to give God everything, as we lean towards giving him everything? What if we gave him 10%, which is 144 minutes? Mm-hmm. Now, I do not want this to become a legalistic thing right. for our people who are like, you know, they're like, man, I only, I only got 140 minutes in. And, I just, you know, <laughs> da, 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 like I just... We're wanting to use this as motivation for people for sure. to, to say, look, I'm, I've recognized that I've been dividing my time in a way that God gets the leftovers mm. uh, instead of recognizing that God's, God's got all of it. Like yeah. it's, it's all his. Uh, and so when we look at uh, this, this new way of, of dividing time and, and recognizing, okay, God is all of it, how do we incorporate God into all all of it mm-hmm. uh, with this emphasis on making sure that at least 144 minutes of every day, there's something God honoring in it. 
right? Yeah. We use the scripture that says, and whether you're eating or drinking or whatever you're doing, do it all for the glory of God. So how do we glorify God with our time throughout the day? Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that, I gave uh, two challenges with it uh, to either swap something or to combine something. Uh, so swapping would be taking a non-God honoring activity, wh- whether that's sinful or just it's just not yeah. honoring God, uh, and swapping it out for something that is God honoring. Um, so we talked about, you know, swapping, uh, you know, an episode of your favorite TV show with, uh, you know, going and, and showing the love of God to somebody, mm-hmm. you know, this practical side, swapping 15 minutes of sleep. Sleep's not a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> sleep's a very good thing. It's a very important thing. Right. But what if I what if I sacrificed 15 minutes of that sleep and spent 15 minutes in prayer and worship? So mm-hmm. just swapping, uh, swapping stuff. Um, the other option was to make a combination. So it's taking an activity that you have to do and just adding, adding a God component to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're, you're in the bathroom getting ready, uh, in the morning, put on some worship music. You're, you're driving to work, uh, or you're riding the train to work, you know, instead of just having, you know, something mindless, uh, in your earbuds, put on a sermon or yeah. a, a Christian podcast or listen to a Christian YouTuber. So we gave a bunch of practical, but I wanted to be able to actually sit down with somebody and we've got maybe five, 10 minutes left mm-hmm. uh, to talk, but what are some of the practical ways, Harry, the person, not Harry, the pastor, not mm-hmm. this, you know, cause I think it's one thing for the pastor to stand on the stage on Sunday and tell you, this is what you should be doing. Yeah. But what does that actually look like in just a, a normal Christian? What, yeah. what, is, what does that look like to you? Day. Day as Harry, right? Yeah. Um, incorporating God uh, on a daily basis. Uh, for me, it starts with just the ride to school okay. with my kids. Yeah. You know, that ride to school is one where I'm intentional of listening mm-hmm. um, and speaking life into them. Okay. Right. As we're taking that 10 minute ride mm-hmm. uh, to school, um, that's j- just one way. But all at the same time, playing our christian playlist a mm-hmm. rap christian play- playlist mm-hmm. and we're rocking out all the way okay. to school right um and who, who's number one on that playlist for people who should they be listening uh, to kb 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 is uh yeah hands down number one right okay. now um and, and that's part of i enjoy it but i see the benefits of creating a space um using that time that 10 minutes 15 minutes being intentional of creating a a god environment for my child as we're transitioning, as we're yeah. transporting to school, because that's the f- first thing they hear when we get in, then we're connecting, and then yeah. that's the last thing they hear when they go out. Yep. And so it, it's been intentional of using that time for them. Okay. Um, and then from there, it, it's me, and I have several options at that point. Either I get on a call, either I get on a, you know, a few text emails, uh, get ready for the day. But for me, I continue on. I turn the music up even more, and mm-hmm. you know, um, and I begin to just worship, you know, okay. in my time. And I know there's been some times at the stoplight, some people can look over and see a <laughs> you're having a, a guy with dre- with dreads, <laughs> and and I'm going, you know, in my thing. They don't know what I'm listening to, yeah. right? Um, but it's all um, inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's uh, it's great worship, and some of my man most high spiritual moments breakthroughs happen in a car okay it didn't happen on sunday yeah and 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 i've had some that happened on sunday but Mm -hmm. weeping i mean like a baby in a car you know because i was intentional creating a space and god met me right in my need uh when prayer when i was praying in in my car right praying in my car 
God met me and answered my prayer in that moment. Yeah. And so uh, this idea that we, we talked about this, there should be a hybrid approach, but there should be dedicated time for God. Yeah, yeah. But you can experience God anywhere, yep. anywhere at any time. Yep. And so um, just being, I find myself in a car a lot. So yep. I have to create, my car has to be my sanctuary yep. when I move in. Yeah, that, that's what I was, I was going to jump in with is because of the nature of you having multiple jobs, mm-hmm. one of them being managing these properties. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly having to go from where you live to the church to the, the property you're yeah. managing. Yeah. Or, you know, there's there's a lot of time spent in your car. For the, for the average person, maybe you don't spend a lot of time in your car, yeah. uh, but there's another space that you have to spend a lot. Maybe you're working from home. Maybe maybe you're spending a lot of time in the office. Maybe you spend a lot of time on a train. Yeah. Uh, you know, wh- where are you? Where are there spaces where you're having to spend a lot of time, and how can you incorporate God things into that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I love you know when the kids are around, it's it's you're engaging them yep. uh, with not just random conversation, but very God specific or God directed mm-hmm. conversation. Yep. Um, you're spending time in worship. Who, who's your go to worship? Hmm. That varies. Okay. Uh, right now, I've been heavy on the Maverick. Okay. Heavy on Maverick. Um, and that's kind of where I've been laying in. Because mm-hmm. uh, you go either way. You could get praise and worship. Oh, yeah. Right. You could go crying yep. to thank think, you. And I think driving <laughs> is a great time to listen to Mav City because, uh, I mean, you could have a 12-minute song. <laughs> right. Uh, like, I mean, you could have an hour-long yeah, commute and listen to sure. three songs. I Absolutely. Mean, it's, just, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, no, but. Okay. Okay, so yeah, you got, on. yeah, so you got time with the kids going to the, mm-hmm. going to the stuff anytime you're in the car your go-to is to, to pop that on i'm kind of a similar boat it used to be uh like way back it used to be uh sports radio like i get in my car and sports radio would just come on uh, yeah like just by default uh, yeah. and then i just realized that like why am i getting caught up in the drama of who's getting uh drafted by who and who's yeah. upset and who's trying to get a new trade deal and some of the nonsense in the sports radio sure. like it wasn't edifying me it wasn't drawing me closer to god at all um and so I had a season where I stopped that, and then it was just worship music. Uh, and then I had a season where um, uh, a friend of mine, Brett, got me hooked on audiobooks. Uh-huh. I love Brett, but that may be the worst <laughs> influence on my life he's ever had. Um, and and his wife is our producer for the show. So, um, but uh, so Brett got me hooked on uh, audiobooks, uh, and just I would get in my car and immediately the the book would would pop on. And that was one of the conviction moments, like mm. when we talked about Holy Spirit pointing something yeah. out. Uh, the Holy Spirit was like, hey, how many uh, books of the Bible did you read in the same amount of time you read, uh, you know, those last five uh, books? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh thank you. That's a, ouch, that hurt. Um, <laughs> and so, like, I had to make those adjustments. Mm-hmm. So my car time, podcasts, uh, worship music, um, you know, just kind of swapping out what what wasn't bringing me to God with something that is bringing me. I still have to spend the same amount of time in the car. Yeah. No matter sure. what I'm listening to, I got a 30-minute drive. For sure. Uh, and so if, if I can be more intentional with, okay, what, what are the things? Now, there are still times when I'll get in the car and I'll put on an audiobook. like Because yeah. it's not a bad thing. It's not a wrong thing. There are times when, like, man, I've had a, I've had a rough day in the office or you know, I've got something that I'm just I'm struggling with. And I need something to turn my brain off so that mm-hmm. by the time I get home, I'm not just vomiting out all of that frustration sure. or confusion or stress onto my wife and kids. So the, the audiobook it's a great way to disconnect. Yeah. Decompress. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just having the wisdom of knowing, okay, this thing isn't a bad thing, but it can be an obsession. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can go into the wrong place. Um, and so I just got to make the best, u- we're going to keep coming back to this, the best use of yeah. time. What's the best use of time there. I think we, we were talking about this earlier, but 
there have been moments in my life where the best use of my time was literally for me to sit on the couch and watch a movie. For sure. Like it was the best use of that time. Like my, my body, my brain, everything about it just needed a disconnect yes. desperately. Uh, it was the, my wife talks all the time. Sometimes the best thing that she can do is take a nap. Yeah. Right. And there's Bible for that. I mean, when, yes. <laughs> when, Rest. uh, uh, was it Elijah was, uh, ready to die. God gave him a snack and sent him to bed. Right. <laughs> like, like, I love right. it. Like take a nap, bro. Um, you're not you when you're hungry. So right. here's a snack. Um, you know, so sometimes the best use of that time is to go have dinner yes, with some friends. For sure. Um, and so it's nothing wrong with those things. Just making sure that it's the best use of the time and not just the, the obsession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other areas in your life uh, as we kind of wrap this up? Anything, any, any other moment where you're like, okay, this is where I can swap something or this is where I've combined something. Yeah. So um, two things. So pillow talk, me and my wife, okay. right? Pillow talk, uh, being intentional of, Hey, let's go through a devotional series together. Okay. You know, because it's easy. Like when you get, you're winding down and it's like, Hey, get ready for tomorrow cut on the TV and we're searching for a movie or yep. we're searching for a series to just kind of, you know, get into. Have and you ever spent like, more time like scrolling through Netflix sure. than actually watching something? For sure. Yeah. So, um, it was a season where we were like, Hey, we're going to go through just a, a devotional and you could cast anything with Apple TVs. Yep. I mean, it's just yep. technology today. It makes it available. Right. And so we saw that we got more out of that than the movie and again nothing's wrong with the movie we do that too but once a week you know take some time out to say hey this is our time to grow together mature together as um, husband and wife being intentional of of bringing God into this time as couples as easy as turning on a devotional right now media let's go through this for the next month we're going to get through it um and it it doesn't have to be super structured it's just something that we do something now we we're intentional about the prayer points that we're going to take from what we're watching and then you can start to see that blessing god think about it is the more we give god god blesses the time yeah yeah you know he's gonna do what he's he does so that 18 minutes He's going to bless that, even though it's 18. He's going to bless it because you gave it to him. He says in Scripture, seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. So He's going to take care of all the other stuff. Just imagine if you gave him 144, what that 144 will become. Just imagine if you gave him more of that, um, and he'll just continue to to blow your mind in that space. So that's one area, being intentional Mm -hmm. of, hey, the downtime, husband and wife, that's just one in a marriage. But then also two conversations with friends. Okay. Uh, you'll be versus getting on and going to debate about yeah. Lakers, Boston, yeah. Denver, Miami, whatever uh, the finals. Start with, hey man, what you reading right now? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, one of my friends, Jesse, we, man, we would go, cause he's a truck driver. So okay. when I'm driving, he's driving. Yeah. Right. So uh, everyone else is probably working. We can't really get on the phone, but we would just talk and just talk scripture, man, and just yeah. wherever he goes, that's yeah. where we go. And so just being intentional, maybe finding that person that yep. that you talk to on a regular basis anyway, yep. but shifting the conversation versus to talk about whatever it is that you guys are conversing about, yep. but then just shifting and say, hey, man, I was reading this this morning about yep. Samson, right? Or or this scripture. How yeah. could, you know, what does that speak to you about? Yep. What, what are some things that I could glean from you or pray with you for and just shifting that conversation in relationships that 
you can incorporate God into those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I appreciate it. We could have this conversation for the next eight hours uh, because honestly, when it comes to like, how are you spending your time? And, and when you're looking at, okay, all of this belongs to God. I want to return it back to him. Man, there's so much to unpack there, so much in the practical, but uh, you're a busy guy. Yeah. Uh, and you have another <laughs> thing that you got to run to yep. right now, so we're going to have to cut it off here. Uh, but for those of you uh, watching or listening to this podcast, man, I just really want to challenge you, same way we challenge our church. Um, take that tithe challenge. What, what would it look like if throughout your day, I'm not saying you got to wake up two hours early and read mm-hmm. your Bible for two hours. If you can do that, that's that's awesome. I got some spiritual heroes in my life that spend like four hours in prayer, worship, and reading every morning before they do anything else. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> right. Like, I just, like, with the, all the meetings I have to go to, my kids need this, my wife needs that. Like, I just, I don't know how to dedicate four hours straight every morning unless I woke up at two in the morning, right. which that that's not <laughs> going to happen. Um but if you can find a way to, mm-hmm. to make sure that you're intentional with God for at least 144 minutes uh, every day, whether that's taking commute time, swapping something out, combining an activity, you know, I'll, I'll put in an earbud when I'm cooking dinner for the family. You know, there, there's various places and ways that you can combine these, these activities. But uh, take that tithe challenge. What would it look like if I actually dedicated more of, and I'm going to say my time, but it's not my time. Like, what would it look like if I really just recognize it belongs to God, so I'm just going to give back to him more of what he's entrusted me with? Mm -hmm. Um, I do believe that scripture says, um, you know, put put him first, and he's going to bless you with with everything else you need. You're going to be less stressed. You're going to be less worried. We read in uh, Isaiah how, you know, he renews our strength. Um, you know, and, and so if you're worn out, you're worn out or you're burned out or you're just tired, you're exhausted, man, lovingly, I would just push on you and say, maybe it's because you've been taking too much of that time for yourself, uh, and not Mm -hmm. more. And when I say for yourself, more than likely it's for other people, it's for your boss, it's for your job. It's for this, the grind culture right now is just, it's still insane. Um, and so a lot of times when I say we take it for ourselves, you're going to be like, but Brent, I haven't watched TV in a year. It's like, well, yeah, but when I'm you know what I'm, I'm getting at when you're taking it for yourself, when you're using it on anything other than God, that's where you end up burned out. So take, take this time, take this week to just put God first in your time and see what that does for everything else. Mm, so good. All right. So take that run with it and we'll see you next week.